Wanna Vibe is a podcast and resource speaking simply about all things wellness. We want to break down each topic and start from the beginning, avoiding the assumption that everyone knows the building blocks to a particular subject. The way we see it, wellness is all-encompassing of each aspect that affects our everyday lives. In addition to our faves like fitness and nutrition, this could mean anything from relationships to careers, finances, spirituality, and so much more. We are Abby and Issa. Wanna Vibe? Hey everyone, welcome back to Wanna Vibe. Hi, I'm Abby. I'm Issa. In a minute, guys. I know, it's been like a very weird time. It's been a weird time. Um, This is coming out on uh, March 30th, and um, we are mid corona pandemic. Yeah, we are COVID 19. Full lockdown in the tri state area. Um, Issa and I are actually recording virtually on Zoom right now because I'm not about to have people in my house. My mom wanted to come over earlier and I was like, I thought I was coming over. I was like, am I like, I'll just be over there. And then I was like, oh, I get it. I, I literally, my mom was like, can I just come over? You're allowed to go see close friends and family. I'm like, you're the asshole that is the reason that all of this is like taking as long as it is because yeah. people insist on going to see close friends and family. And it's just like, I know it sucks to sit home. Like, trust me. But like, can we just do our part? If everybody would just do their part, then this would be over a lot faster. Right. Have you, Um, are you at, you're not at work now, right? No, but you are, aren't you? I am. Yeah. We've been mandatory work from home for um, about two weeks now. And you know, that's like not uh, that different for me. Like I work from home often. And so I'm very fortunate that like, the bulk of our company is able to be remote from each other. It's not yeah. ideal, but there's been a lot of Zoom meetings and Zoom happy hours and random FaceTimes and stuff like that, just so that we all kind of stay connected. But um, we, my company also has, you know, a pretty large scale, um, like operational arm to it and shipping and kidding and warehouses in North yeah. Carolina and Texas and whatever. And so they're all still working. Um Jesse's still working. You're still working. The essential people are yeah. still working. I'm not yeah. sure why construction is essential right now, but it is. So. Well, I'm, I'm grateful because John's considered essential also since he's in construction. So he was still working. Thank God. Um, and, you know, just like my regular life, when COVID-19 hit, I am also deemed essential. So... <laughs> Yes, as, as opposed to normal life being essential, I'm essential, um, especially your today. Spin, your spin classes have all been canceled. Right. So my spin classes have all been canceled. The gym is completely closed, as people know. Um, that's been difficult. So I have a weird take on COVID-19, right? I I say this a lot on the podcast. I believe in God. So that's like, this is how where my take is coming from, right? But I just felt like the earth was like, vibrating at like the fastest highest craziest frequency like with the mm-hmm. polar ice caps melting and like just pollution and just people not stopping me included and for me first of all i'm off social media for lent mm-hmm. and i just think god to be off social media i just think god has my back because why would i choose social media of all things normally i'd be like i'm not gonna eat ice cream or like whatever the mm-hmm. fuck it is and so now I'm off and he knows that I'm like a wild maniac, anxiety ridden person that I could not handle people and they're like, couldn't handle Facebook doctors or Facebook scientists telling me what's right and what's wrong. So I feel really lucky that I'm like through this period, 
um, A, that I'm working, B, that I'm not on social media, and that everyone is kind of forced to slow down, even though people yeah. are kind of freaking out about it. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's just for a reason, and if anything, it's yeah. going to benefit us in the long run. It just sucks right now, but... That's my yeah, and I don't think that like we're in a position to get too factual about it, but there's oh, no. a lot of misinformation out there. And the fact of the matter is, is that the World Health Organization and the CDC are the only outlets that you can trust for accurate information. Yeah. I heard like so much BS going around from everyone from our fucking president to, you know, like the idiots on Facebook that are just like spouting this nonsense that confuses people and it scares people. And I think that I do think that you're right. Like, I think that there's a greater reason that this is all happening. And I think, you know, for me personally, like I've been one working from home two homeschooling Dylan. That's and insane. Three, I don't know how you single do it. Parenting because Jesse's still going to work. So I'm doing it all by myself, but I have like really learned to like appreciate Dylan and the age that he's at and how like curious he is. And it's been really nice to be able to just like actually spend time with him. That's not, you know, kind of like so um, condensed because it's a weekend or it's like, you know, whatever. So right. that's been so nice. But I do think that like our planet entirely has so much healing to do. And I think that this is the silver lining to all of this chaos is going to be that there will be some good things that come out of it. Hopefully one of those things is that, um, what's his name gets out of the office, but (laughs) only time will tell there. But I do think that we'll see a lot of healing in our planet in terms of like pollution reduction and, you know, like the just planet just come coming back to life. I really hope that that's what comes of this, but I agree. um, are you I experiencing you like, no, tell me. Oh, tell me. I was going to, I was, this was, this was my announcement that sucked is like, I, we were going to record this last week and my dad moved this week, which is like insane. Um, and so things got a little wacky, but I'm glad that we waited because this week, Jesse and I decided to take our house off the market. So our house is on the market. We were going to move. I mean, go. I'm really upset for and you, but yay for now for me. So, so it's so hard. Like, we And you don't want people walking through your house right now. Well, that's the thing. It's like, we had a couple of offers from the open house, but like, it's such a weird time in that one, how do you sell a house that you don't want people coming to? Yeah. Two, like everyone's future is so uncertain right now. And I think like, it's so stressful and there's so much anxiety that like buying a house and or selling a house on top of that is like so much. Um, but yeah, so so our house is coming down this week, and then obviously, like after, hopefully, when all of this kind of calms down a little bit, we'll relist. But um, it's you know, it's definitely like delaying my life plans a little right. bit, which is it's it's shitty. It doesn't feel good, but I also have to kind of just like accept that the universe obviously has a bigger plan, and there's a reason for all of this. And one hundred percent, whatever that is, it is. So this is definitely testing our what we preach in terms of like leaning in and surrendering all of that. It's just like, what else can you do? It's You're forced to ride it out, you know? Yeah. I totally hear you. I feel so lucky that John's my partner because, um, I have been like half stressed, but like half not. It's weird. Like my stress has taken me to a point where like I go to work and I function because I'm so stressed. Because right. if I if I wasn't able to, I would just be like, I'm staying in bed and I'm not doing anything. Right. So it's I'm very extreme, as you guys know. Um, and I'm like, 
with John, I'm so lucky because I was freaking out about food. I'm like, what the fuck are we going to do? Did you hear like toilet paper, all this stuff like that's getting crazy. And he's like, we're going to be fine. And my girlfriend, one of my girlfriends was like, if people are home and they're freaking out about toilet paper, like not for nothing, what else you got to fucking do? Go to the bathroom and then take a shower. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. The toilet paper thing is something I just don't understand. Like, it's it's a very strange thing to choose. Like, who was the one that started this? Right, and like that set it up blaze. Yeah, and John's like Charmin. Well, Charmin leaked a rumor. To yeah. Oh show. my god, for sure. John's like, he's like, well, everybody's buying frozen food, so you can imagine what's going on in their bathrooms. <laughs> I mean, I've been buying. I've been like buying so much fresh produce. It's been amazing. No one's buying fresh produce. Exactly. All I've been well, eating vegetables. So I had not gone. I was like so stressed. And then I work in Jersey city. There's a lot of bodegas there and all the bodegas had everything that I fucking needed. And also we've been doing HelloFresh still, which Mm -hmm. you can add like extra proteins and add extra sides of things. And that has given me so much peace because I'm Mm -hmm. able to feel like, okay, if anything, we have dinner, you know? Mm -hmm. And if anything, I have these like extra produce to like freeze and keep and, I had to like, cause I was like short circuiting and John's like, you have to calm down. And I'm like, I like, I came home with uh, several days in a row with like one roll of toilet paper, a whole thing of toilet paper, another thing of water. And I'm like, just let me spend the money now. And like, let me buy it because that's what is making me feel good. And yeah. like, I'm not spending like thousands of dollars. Like I'm just spending like 20 bucks here, or, like $20 the next day. I just want to like, feel like I'm prepared. Yeah. But I don't even think that's a thing. Like, it's not even... Not, there's not going to be a shortage of supply. It's, it's honestly, it's all psychological, I feel like. And what a lot of people have been saying is, like, what you need if you do get sick is, you know, Tylenol and Advil and soup and tea and whatever, not toilet paper. It's, like, so weird. And not for nothing, I was just telling you, I was like, I'm going to stop and shop. I'm going to see what it looks like. It was totally fine. Yeah. And, like, people were respectful and staying away from each other and you know, that was it. And like, I got all the things I needed, all my fruit. That, Cause that's really, it's funny where when I'm not allowed to have, like I can eat bullshit, of course, but what I really wanted, what my body's really craving is like vegetables and fruits. Yeah. Cause I don't want to feel like shit. Yeah. So like yeah. how, it's how definitely you, like your immune system trying to like yeah. lay down on the ground right now. Yeah. I, I can see that. <laughs> Abby just laid down. I was like, where's she going? You know, I was sitting on that little stool that you sit on and on my back is just not having it. That's the one thing is like working from home is tough because I don't have like a proper ergonomic office set up. And so like I kind of bop around my house from like counter to dining room table to couch to desk. And like my back is like not okay. I was supposed to see the chiropractor tonight and he closed yesterday. Uh... He held out for so long. Well, um, um, my, my sister's working from home and she was telling me like the first few days, she's like, this is fucking trash. Like, I hate this. And I can imagine, I don't work from home ever. I mean, like sometimes but it's very rare. And I'm like, it, I give a lot of people credit who work from home. Cause for me, like, I don't feel like I can accomplish things at home or like, I want to separate like my sanctuary from my work. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I give you a lot of credit when it's like, but you have an office too. So like you can like go in your office and like, this is work time. I don't, I can't do that with Dylan at home. That's what I do normally when I work from home. But with Dylan here, I, I just have to like get my work in while I can. And I'm mm-hmm. so fortunate because 
my company is like so supportive of the fact that like a lot of people don't have childcare and like, you know, it's, it's just a, it's a weird time and we're all trying to figure out how to navigate it. But, you know, I've been seeing, I've been seeing a lot of, and I've been kind of trying to stay off Facebook too. And I have not watched the news and I have not read the news mainly because all it does is just give me anxiety. It doesn't solve anything except for making me stress out. And so I'm like blissfully ignorant in my little backyard in Rutherford because what else am I going to do? And meanwhile, like now we're the opposite in the opposite situation because I have to talk Jesse down literally every single day. He's going to work and freaking out about getting me sick or getting Dylan sick or him getting sick or whatever it is. And I'm like, dude, like have some perspective right now because there are literally people wondering how they're going to feed their families. I know. There are almost three and a half million people in this country right now that are unemployed. Like we're so fortunate. This is the time for gratitude, not the time to be complaining. Um, But yeah, it's been really, it's just been, it's a stressful, stressful time and it's so unprecedented. And um, I think that's what makes it so difficult is that we don't know what to expect. I know not knowing is what scares me the most, but all we can do is go from day to day and appreciate what we have and, you know, just take care of ourselves. I was saying that when this whole thing first started and we were in spin classes because I bought a bunch of Lysol just for my class specifically. And I was like, listen, you can use that spray if you want, but I know this one is like, has a name on it and like, we'll all know. So like, be selfish, take care of yourself. And in turn, you'll be taking care of other people, at least in this room, you know, and and that has to go across the board. Don't be selfish and hoard all the fucking chicken. Right. Be selfish in the fact that you're not going out. You're not going to visit friends. You're not, um, you know, spending time with people that like you're, you shouldn't be hanging out with people in this time that you're off. You should be at home, you know, and this is what's getting me by because the only really time that I experienced it was at on the weekends because since I've been working um, and also I was like one of three people on the train every day for like the last two weeks. <laughs> so you're not driving in every day. Well, yeah. My mom uses the car. So like I can't, but um, you know, like just staying away from each other, keeping a distance. Don't go out if you're fucking coughing because even if it's just allergies, nobody wants that shit. We have at the store, we have a three person rule. So other than whoever is working, there are only three people are allowed in the building. Mm-hmm. And I said this before, I work, my father and I work together. So Big Rich is starting to, he was starting to allow more people to come in just like, cause he's, he's very lenient on certain things, especially when it comes to business and he, he doesn't want people to walk away, which I understand, but we have a sign on the door, no more than three people. And so the fourth and the fifth person start walking in. And my dad's like, oh, guys, you want to use a computer? Go ahead back. Go ahead back. And none of the transactions of the three were done that were already in the room. And I was like, no. Yeah. I, I was like, I'm sorry, guys. You got to wait outside. Like, And he's like, Issa, trying to yell at me. And I'm like, I, will, I had to say in front of him, I will quit if they walk through that door. I'm like, yeah. you want you, – you, because unfortunately – for him, rules make me safe and make me feel safe. And we but rules make everyone safe. That's the reason there are rules in life. That's what I'm saying. That's the I was like, laws exist. And I'm like, not for nothing. You also sh- are the demographic that this shit is hitting. Yeah. 
right now at least. Right now. And now you're hearing about like younger cases, younger and younger. And what I don't like is that I find when I hear about the younger cases getting sick, I am looking for a loophole. Like, were they mm-hmm. sick already? Immunocompromised. Yeah. yeah. Like, and I hate that. I don't want to well, feel. So here's what I understand. And I'm going to, I'm going to disclaim this by saying like, this is what I've read from what I deem to be reputable resources. Um, is that the issue with Corona is that unlike the flu, which everyone is comparing it to because you get flu-like symptoms and more people in, in quotes die from the flu every year than have died from Corona thus far, is that the flu is a human to human virus and coronavirus COVID-19 is animal born and it had mutated from bats where they think it originated from to be um, adaptable into the human system and therefore it's very likely to mutate again. So while the strain that we're dealing with now is you know, the the largest demographic of deaths, not of illnesses, is in an older population. There are a lot of younger people our age and younger that have can be can have it and not have symptoms, be asymptomatic, or their symptoms don't come out, but they're contagious and they're showing signs much later. So they've already infected however many people. Right. And so I think that that's why, like, regardless of who you are and where you live and how old you are and what your immune system looks like, we all have to do our part and just stay inside so that we can get this over with as soon as possible. And I almost like, I almost feel like we're doing ourselves a disservice by keeping places open. Um, that like Jesse, for example, like he's building a luxury apartment building right now in Brooklyn. Like right. he's like, why do I have to be at work right now? And I get there are safety regulations with leaving a building, you know, half built for an indefinite period of time. And like, I get that we're gearing up for a recession and then therefore people want to like build now because they probably won't be able to later. And I get that there's the fact that they have to pay all of their hundreds of employees. But at the same time, like the, the economic um, circumstances that we're talking about are only going to be prolonged the longer that we don't take care of this. Right. And we can only be told what to do so much. We have to actually follow through and do it. Right. So it's, it's kind of wild, but like, I don't know. I just feel like we're not safe because this can mutate again. It can mutate to affect a younger demographic. It can mutate to affect animals. It can mutate to affect insects. We could get a mosquito bite and get COVID-19. It can mutate to be airborne. Like, we don't know what's going to happen. And, like, right now, we don't have a way of treating it. So that's what makes this so fucked up. And the thing is, you said before, like, you're scared of the unknown. Like, that's the thing is that everyone is scared of the unknown. Right. That's why everyone is afraid of death, because it's unknown. And if you think about people that have, like, phobias of snakes and sharks and blah, blah, blah. It's all because you're afraid of dying, right? Right. It all leads back to because you're afraid of dying. That's what all of this is. Like not to get like super deep and morbid about it, but that's the bottom line is that like we're afraid to die. I swear to God, if my dog gets COVID-19, I will... I wasn't... Listen, I also shouldn't have said that because there's there's a an, an actual problem in shelters right now with people dropping off their pets because they're afraid that their pets are going to carry. No. Yes. And let me just say, if you fucking dropped your pet off at a shelter because you're afraid that it's going to get coronavirus and infect you and your family, you're a super douche. Super like, douche. 
I would get Corona over and over and over again if Chico had it. I wouldn't care. So I don't know if I should even say this, but our dear friend Jess Kaler had it. She did? And mm -hmm, she believes that she got it on the flight from New York right after she saw us. Mm. She said there was someone really sick on the flight and she started showing symptoms last week and it took a full week to get test results back. Her and her mom both have it. They're doing okay. Good. Um, they said that they, she said that she had fever, chills, um, headache, body ache, um, and couldn't smell anything. She lost her sense of smell. Uh. Um, she said she could still taste a little bit, but she couldn't really smell anything. Um, but they're on the mend and they're doing okay. But by the time that they got the test back, her symptoms had subsided. So this is the thing. It's like, you're how many people? So that's why she reached out and she was like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, I'm totally fine. Um, but I'm going to, you know, I haven't left my house in like nine days. Like literally have not left my house in nine days. I've had to leave obviously like with work, but I've been wearing gloves and wearing masks at work. And I realized that like, I'm talking with my eyes, but my, I'm like, oh my God, I probably just like dead eye everybody because of my Botox. So it's just like mask mm. and like I'm no movement. I'm so glad <laughs> that we got filled up before I know, this before. Went down. <laughs> so, so what are you, what are you doing that's like giving you some peace? Like what gives you, what have you been doing to like stay busy? So as much as we've seen this bring out some really shitty sides of people, what with like hoarding food that you don't need. And like, there's a whole lot about landlords, you know, not being forgiving on rent and that's insane when people are out of jobs and stuff like that. So as much as we've seen a lot of shittiness, I've also seen a lot of good um, come out of people in this time. And that makes me like it one, it makes me really happy and it makes me cry sometimes too, because it like, you know, you always I feel like these days we just assume the worst of people. And then when you actually see someone do something nice for no reason at all, like it just brings me happy tears. Um, I've cried more in the past two weeks than I have like in the past like 10 years combined. Boom. But I feel like, you know, for example, I see people post on Facebook that um, they're elderly and they need their prescriptions. And then I see people being like, I'll go get them for you. Total strangers, you know, like in the Rutherford Facebook group or whatever. Um, I've also gotten a lot, and, and this is one thing that I'm doing, but I, in the beginning, I had a few people that were just like totally random, like reach out to me and just be like, Hey, I just want to check in. Are you okay? So I just made it a point every day to like text or email a couple of people that I maybe haven't talked to in a while or like whatever and just check in and make sure they're okay. Because I just think that knowing that someone is thinking about you actually is a whole lot. You know what I mean? It means a whole lot. So I've been doing that. And then I've also just been like literally avoiding most informational outlets as many as I can to stay sane, you know, like no news at all. Very, very limited Facebook and very limited Instagram and just, just not reading it. But um, what about you? Um, So I always check on my friends. I've had a few actually check on me, which I thought was like different. And then it kind of made me angry because I'm like, fuck y'all. I check up on everybody. (laughs) But I'm really, no, I'm just fucking around. But it made me feel really good that people were checking up on me. I was, I keep in touch with my closest friends. Um, So what I've been doing, and this might sound silly, but again, like, and I know it's more difficult for people that are home every day. But for me, when I'm off, like today, I've been doing things with intention. So what I've been wanting to do is like, this might sound silly, but like I've been 
So, oh, A, thank God for my girlfriend, Lindsay, and her fiance, Dan, for allowing me on their Peloton app. Every time I fire that shit up, I think about you guys, and I'm so grateful because I've been doing, with intention, 45-minute run. Yes, me, 45-minute run. Broadway run. So it's like all show tunes. I can't stop oh listening to it and running to it, but I have been planning my, so like um, with my time, I'm like, I'm going to run this Broadway run and then I'm going to do a strength class. And then if I have work, I'll go to work. Um, but everything that I was doing over the weekend with John has been intentional. So I was saying to him, I want to go for a walk with the dog. Um, I want to cook together. I want to watch a movie with intention. Like whatever we're doing, if we're going to nap, let's make, like we, we plan to nap. If we are going for a walk, we're planning to walk. So it seems like you're more productive Mm-hmm. And it's not just like you're sitting and binging TV because that would drive me fucking nuts. Yeah. So I just feel it's important that everybody like move their body, get out for a walk. It just either you and one other person, if you need to, I would prefer it to be by yourself. Um, but you know, just to like keep your, your spirits high and it's been nicer out like today's gorgeous. And just to like, move forward and keep a positive outlook because again, none of us know what's going to happen and we just have to appreciate what we're doing and what we're going through. And everybody fucking begs to, everybody wants to stay home all the time. And now like that you can't go to work, everyone's complaining about it. Make up your fucking minds. I know it's not working from home is not for everyone. Um, It definitely like takes a different mindset, but for me, the hardest part, it's interesting that you brought up the Peloton app and everything. Like the hardest part for me has been adjusting to not going to the gym. Um, because like I said, like this is relatively normal for me. I mean, I'm still working as, as I would if I were working from home just with Dylan, but getting up every morning and like, I bought a treadmill, which is like ridiculous. I'm really glad I did though. And I bought, um, adjustable dumbbells, you know, the Bomar adjustable dumbbells, they go from like five Mm -hmm. pounds to like 55 pounds or something like that. Genius, genius invention. I just got them yesterday in the mail. Um, and I've been like, and bands, which I have, you know, so I've been doing my little at home workouts either in my living room or in my garage, depending on what I'm doing. And it's been tough. Like I don't feel the same amount of accomplished as I do when I go to the gym. Um, and it's hard also because I typically have to rush because I'm also trying to watch Dylan. So we have like our play time outside in the morning and like, he's running around the backyard, like a fucking psychopath. And I'm just trying to like get my workout in. So the rushing part is like hard, I think for me, but I have been trying to just like incorporate a little bit more movement throughout the day. So I'm not just like sitting on my ass. So like, you know, right now, if we weren't recording, I would probably like be in my living room doing some yoga or some abs or like whatever. And by the way, the Peloton 10 minute abs that you are obsessed about are really good. They're really good. And they're a really good add on. I love it. My girlfriend, Lindsay challenged me to the core strength for the 30, like the 30 day core strength challenge. So I've been doing that. I um, think that the app that you use, because you use your friends, the app that you use is they have the bike, right? Like, so you are on, I think it's a different like format or something. Oh, I like know. I think because because I know that when you have a piece of equipment and you have that app, it's it's like forty bucks a month or 
30 bucks a month or something like that. Whereas the app that I use is $12 a month and you guys can create different profiles, which is why you're able to log into theirs. But I can't do that on mine and that you have the ability to set challenges and stuff with each other, which you can't do on my app either. So I think it's, it's probably like the same workouts, but it's somehow formatted differently. I'd be curious to see what yours looks like. I'll show you when uh, quarantine's over. <laughs> but it's been, uh, I, I actually, I t- can totally see where you'd be like a little, everything's at home for you. Yeah. But that's why I'm doing the running outside. Because yeah. that like. I don't have that luxury. I know. I'm sorry. Unless I want to run at like 5 p.m. at night, which I don't. By 5 p.m. I'm drunk. Like legit. I've been drinking more. I, I rarely don't drink. Don't do that. I just need to take the edge off at the end of the day. I'm like so tired. And also what I don't understand is how people are having fucking sex in this shit. Like by the, by the time we go to bed, I'm like, you even look at me, I will punch you straight in the face, like, mm-hmm. straight up in the face. Oh my God. I mean, don't have sex with strangers, but like your significant other. No, I can't. It's not, it's not like, it's, I'm just like not in the mood. I'm too stressed out. I'm too distracted. I'm too tired from doing a million things all day. Like I just, it's, it's like, I have to like really force myself. But, um, it, it was funny cause my girlfriends and I were on like a group chat mm-hmm. and I was panicking about this like two weeks, three weeks ago. That's when I was in panic mode and every day Jesse would come home and have to talk to me off the ledge. Now, because I've created this like bubble, I'm less in panic mode and more in like, all right, let's just do this mode. Yeah, we got to get shit done. But now I have to talk Jesse off the ledge every day. So we're on this group chat. And in the very beginning, my one girlfriend was like, oh, there's going to be so many quarantine babies. And my other friend who's a paralegal was like, no, girl, there's going to be a ton of quarantine divorces. And then I got an update this morning that my friend was listening to the radio and it's official. Like the divorce rate is actually increasing because of this. Oh my God. Well, I mean, maybe that's a good thing then. Y'all should have been together anyway. Right. Yeah, totally. If you can't be locked in your house with your significant other, then what are you doing in life? Oh my God. Coming home to John is my favorite thing in the whole world. I know. I mean, right now it's like questionable because everyone is just like so stressed out. I feel like the circumstance, it's like, these are the times that are, that make or break your relationships when things are just such a mess, you know? That's true. My, my relationship with Chico is on the line right now because I was trying to get him on the couch and he refused me. Anyway, so like things we can do to help get this over with. Wash your fucking hands. Yeah. You should have been washing your your hands anyway. Apart from a hygiene perspective, you know, like stay the fuck away from people. Don't touch your face. Wash your hands. Like that should go without saying. But I think at least for me, like the biggest thing to get through this is like, let's not just get through this. Let's get through this with our humanity intact. Let's Mm -hmm. try and get through this better as people than how it's how we started you know what I mean like let's be kind to one another let's be considerate let's not be douchebags it's reminiscent of 9-11 for me where a lot of people are being mindful and like taking care of each other and you know like after 9-11 everybody was all together Mm -hmm. and we all went through a lot and I'm not saying I'm not saying this is a, I'm not comparing the two in a no, sense I mean, of I like think, I think that it's just they're both just very tragic events that make us feel really out of control and panicked and, and yeah. you're not the first person that I've heard use that as a reference point yeah and it's easy to repel people and like be really shitty with other people and because you're stressed but it's important to be mindful of how stressed you are and like where it's coming from and also 
you're going to do a lot more and it'll make you feel more at peace if you're doing the right thing and the good thing than if you're just like being a maniac and being really negative because complaining and being negative is not going to get us through this faster. Yeah. But if we just like stick together apart, together apart, whatever, you know, but like if we just, yeah, but like we do what we're told and we follow the rules and, and this is coming from me, y'all. I'm a, I'm, you know, my past. Okay. I was not a rule follower. And now we're here and I'm like, give me all the rules. Tell me everything. Give me a struct. We all work better with structure and schedule. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, now's not the time to try and be like fucking tough. Now is the time to, you know, lean on people when you need support and give what you have and, you know, don't take what you don't need and yeah. just be really considerate. Um, I was reading the CDC and it like, same thing that you said, like, Perform hand hygiene frequently. Oh, hand hygiene. Um, make sure that shared spaces in the home have good airflow. So, like, make sure your windows are open and mm, or you have AC. Um, mm-hmm. It says house, household members should stay in another room. Like, if you have it, like, you guys should stay as separate as possible. Don't expose mm-hmm. each other to it. Um, wear a face mask if you can when you're out. It's not embarrassing. I, I, a lot of people were like, it's so embarrassing to wear a mask. It's like, well, it's embarrassing to have COVID-19. So... Pick your, pick yeah, your- that's another thing that I don't like is that we've literally made this into a shameful thing, like by literally publicly printing people's names and ages and locations yeah. when they have it. And like, it's, it's not guys, it's not an, an, it's not something to be embarrassed about or be ashamed of like, but it's, and I think that that's part of the problem, right? It's like, if you are sick now, you're too scared to say something to people. Yeah. You're too embarrassed to say something to people. I'm like, that's no, get over yourself. If anybody starts to try and shame people for being sick, you can tell them to go fuck themselves. Send them my way. I'll give them a piece of my mind, but we got to be smart about this and not be fucking child. Child's. Children. Don't be a child. Well, that, that <laughs> sentence, that sentence makes that, that's a, that's a sorry, thing. <laughs> sorry. Um, it also says like, I like this clean all and in quotes, high touch surfaces. Yeah. You know, like when, when people leave the store, so we have keyboards that people can rent from, well, we have computers that people can rent. So they're touching the keyboard and you know, people are fucking sneezing mm-hmm. and that's grosses me out, but whatever. But the minute people walk, even walk away, they're still in the room. And I'm like, Lysoling the shit yeah. out of their station, cleaning it down, wiping it down. Anybody that's um, shown symptoms on the way in or like while they're there, we've asked them to leave. Yeah. Some guys said to me. I'm going to go clean all my doorknobs when we are done. That's what I did. I did that before. Um, one guy said to me when he was walking through our door, first he started wet coughing. And I was like, yeah. Hey, like, really sorry. And we have a sign outside. Like, if you're displaying any signs, like, we have the right to refuse service to you. Right, of course. And so he walked in, and I was like, hey, listen, I can't have you in here coughing like that. Yeah. And he's like, are you fucking kidding me? And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? And I'm like, yeah, and he's no, like, I'm not fucking kidding you. Yeah, and then he's like, oh, you, you can't talk to me like that. And my dad, of course, like, comes in. He's like, oh, yes, she can. Get out. <laughs> but like come on man yeah thank you big rich um but other than doing that wear disposable gloves and it's like wash your laundry thoroughly 
Mm, yeah. Don't rewear things. Like I know, like sometimes it's like, oh, I'm not gonna wear. I'm I'm not gonna wash these jeans because who wants to wash jeans every fucking week? Um, I haven't put on a pair of jeans in fucking two weeks. Oh my god, I've been wearing jeans lately. You have, jeez. No one else is wearing jeans right now. Who works from home and wears jeans? I wasn't. I'm not working. Look at my sweatpants. They're very cute. Your butt looks good. So, um, (laughs) so you know, but just like wash your clothes. Don't be one of the. I know, like sometimes people want to like take things off and like save it because they didn't really sweat that much or whatever. Just don't do that. No, don't do that right now. Take the time and Um, take care of yourself and check in on people, like you said and. You know, we just got to, we're going to get through this. Yeah, we are. And I just want to close on the note that we are thinking about everybody who's been affected by Mm -hmm. this, whether that be health-wise or, you know, your family's health or whether that be employment or whatever. Um, You know, it's super, super shitty. And we really are here for you guys if you need, you know, to talk or whatever. and if there's anything that we can do, obviously let us know. But we are, you know, we are definitely sympathetic towards, you know, the people that this has hit the hardest because yeah. it's fucking shitty. And, you know, I wish that I was a bajillionaire and like Taylor Swift is just randomly Venmoing her fans like a few thousand dollars, which I just think is really fucking cool. And um, Kristen Bell and Dax Shepard, they own a couple of apartment buildings, I guess, and they've waived their rent for their tenants for the month of April. And like, I wow. just think that like, you know, if I had that kind of power, like in money, I mean, I wish I did, but I think it's really beautiful to just like set those examples, even if it's in a small way. So um, you can find us on one of vibe Facebook um, and one of vibe tribes, our private Facebook group. And I think that that's like a really great place. Um, if you want to have a discussion or get some support or some feedback or just vent, you know, so um, you know, obviously Issa's on a break, but I'm here. Um, and want to buy podcasts on Instagram if you want to DM us. And we love you guys so much. Love and you guys. We miss you back guys. next week with our regularly scheduled programming. Thanks for bearing with us while we figure this out. And also, um, we'll be, I guess, recording remote for the foreseeable future. So if the sound is not as up to par, bear with us. You know, obviously we'll be back, but get the point across we'll make it work thank god she goes quiet i can't believe dexter barely barked this whole time my dog's a true angel so you know it really is thank you we love you guys so much love we'll you see guys you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.